Today, I would like to speak on the charism of infallibility in the church and its relationship at this moment to gospel nonviolence. No one inside or outside the Catholic Church can reasonably call into question the good intentions of popes who have denounced war on the world stage and who have proclaimed in encyclicals and in pastoral letters the evils and destruction of war and who have appealed for peace. So also it can be said no one inside or outside the Catholic Church can reasonably call into question that the proclamations and pronouncements of popes on war have been utterly impotent and ineffectual. People in general, the press, politicians, the predator elites, and most Catholics politely listen to them, politely applaud them, and politely ignore them. War's toll on human beings today in terms of human misery and ruination cries out for the Pope and the bishops to do much more than recite the same old pagan-rooted, baptized, philosophical responses to war, which have more than proven their inability to change the minds and hearts of the men and women who start wars and of the men and women or Catholics or Christians who execute the evil of war. If gospel truth be told, the only definitive, efficacious, and salvific response that the Catholic Church can make to peace on earth is the one that Jesus made to peace on earth. He rejected all violence and enmity. The church, if it is to make any difference in the world in relationship to the evil of war, must truthfully teach what Jesus teaches in the Gospels about how to respond to violence and enmity, and then formally and infallibly declare that Catholics can never participate under any circumstances in war without entering into grave evil and incurring the consequences of mortal sin. Popes and bishops fiddle and faddling around with more encyclicals and more pastorals on how evil war is, while at the same time trying to propagate new names, new rationales, and new criteria for justifying Catholic participation in war and in new methods of war is just a waste of time. Sets proclamations and cyclicals, documents, are nothing but an attempt 
to put a new shade of lipstick on a very old pig. Namely, Christian just war theory. The Catholic Church will make no real contribution to peace on earth by mechanically telling the secular, economic, political, and military predator elites of the nations and their paid and trained killers in the military when they can go to war or how they must conduct themselves in war, etc. For Christians and for the church, being socially responsible can only mean faithfully following and teaching the way that Jesus lives and taught, teaches in the Gospels. What is inconsistent with this way is for the Christian and the church social irresponsibility. Jesus teaches no one when or how to kill enemies. And I would suggest it would be blasphemy to say that God incarnate was socially irresponsible. If a pope, in his time as pope, does not want to proclaim the truth that Jesus teaches in the Gospels in relationship to the momentous moral evil of the mass slaughter of human beings in war, then as pope, he has nothing realistic, effective, or salvific to offer to his fellow Catholics or to humanity on the matter of confronting the evil of war. Popes must stop deceiving themselves into believing that anyone in any of the war rooms of the nations cares a jot about the Catholic Pope and bishops' idea of how they sift through the minutiae of logic and facts regarding war, look at it through the murky microscope of the lens of Catholic just war theory, and then distinguish between what is morally permitted and what is morally prohibited in war. Distinguish between, say, what morally justifies killing of the innocent in utero or post-utero under the rubric of collateral damage and what does not morally justify the killing in utero and post-utero of the innocent under the rubric of collateral damage. Popes and bishops are not commissioned by Jesus to be a coterie of wise philosophical counselors to the world's operationally pagan secular power brokers. They are commissioned by Jesus to make all people his disciples, to baptize them, and to teach them to obey all that I have commanded you. Teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you does not and cannot include teaching them how to morally engage in war, 
since the acts that war demands daily are in direct and explicit violation of the teaching of Jesus, God incarnate, regarding God's will. Popes are commissioned by Jesus to feed my sheep, not to poison my sheep by saturating their minds and hearts, their spirits and souls, from the moment of infant or adult baptism with pseudo-authoritative teachings on how to follow Jesus and kill and maim other human beings, even fellow Christians, in war. Hence, popes and bishops, if they desire to be faithful to the commissions given them by Jesus, must, beginning in this time, now, infallibly teach the following. 1. Jesus' way of nonviolent love of friends and enemies under all circumstances, as presented in the Gospel, is for all Catholics the definitive and binding revelation of God's will. 2. This revelation, always and everywhere and under all circumstances, morally forbids Jesus' disciples from ever participating in war. 3. Because of the gross and chronic and near-universal miscatechesis on this grave matter over many centuries past and down to the present, it has now reached the point where the love of Christ impels us for the salvation of souls to state with maximal spiritual, moral, and ecclesial authority the moral impossibility of Catholics participating in war. This must be proclaimed ex cathedra, that is, as an infallible theological and moral dogma of the faith of the Catholic Church. If it is not infallibly stated, it will be tossed off as just another statement from another pope, which, as the late Catholic Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, Anton Scalia, said when Pope John Paul II declared that capital punishment was no longer needed and was therefore immoral. That's just his opinion. Infallible proclamation should be very, very rare and should only be employed when a grossly false understanding of Jesus or his teachings has become entrenched normalized, perennial, and uncorrectable by any other means. Today, approximately 1.5 billion Catholics believe that they can be faithful disciples of Jesus and simultaneously engage in the mass slaughter and maiming of other human beings in war. Be assured, 
That figure will be two billion Catholics in a few years. Without this ex-cathedra, infallible moral dogma. The only legitimate reason for the Church not making such an infallible declaration would be if what is being infallibly declared is not logically consistent with the infallible truth that the infallible Jesus teaches in the Gospels as well as with the oral tradition that predates the Gospels. However, such an infallible declaration is utterly consistent with what Jesus teaches by word and deed in the Gospels and in the tradition that predates the Gospels. If the Pope and all Catholic bishops refuse to explicitly and infallibly teach to their baptized people what the Lord Jesus explicitly and infallibly teaches on violence and enmity and its application to the mass homicidal violence of war, then for the love of Christ and his people, I would ask that they please at least discontinue their inane talk about how to follow Jesus and do the will of God as revealed by Jesus and at the same time be engaged in the slaughter and carnage of war. Neither the world nor the Catholic people nor the Christian churches need another thousand years of foolish gibbering and jabbering from popes and bishops on how to morally weaponize Christianity and how to morally weaponize the mind, the soul, the body, and the spirit of a Catholic or a Christian baptized into Christ. <laughs>